Oh my god. Oh my god, we did it. <laughs> Okay, welcome back to The Freestyle Way, a podcast where we talk about maximizing life. And today, as you can tell, we have a bubbly guest. Her name is Caroline Burkle. She is a professional swimmer with uh, numerous accolades in the sport of swimming, including standing on the podium at the Beijing Olympics with a bronze medal around her neck. And we start off the podcast today with a very simple question or so I thought, which is who is Caroline Burkle? You know, that question I always get stuck on because I think that it's hard to fit myself into a box. (laughs) So I don't really have a definition for exactly who I am, but I'm a former professional athlete turned entrepreneur and uh, I've created a a different path than um, what I would have ever thought possible from, you know, 10 years ago. There's really no coincidence that Caroline became a swimmer as she was telling me about her parents, especially about her mom. My mom was a tennis player, a professional tennis player. My dad swam in college. So I grew up doing both of those sports. And um, I think that I just had a love for the water. It was just second nature for me. I didn't even think. In addition to Caroline's family history in athletics and sport and her feeling really comfortable in the water, One thing that kept Caroline engaged with swimming was her peers. It was her team, the people around her. Very natural. All my friends were swimmers as well. Like I, my community was swimming and that was like key for me was like, where did I feel alive and where did I feel like I was giving my best Caroline effort? And that was in swimming always because I felt the most support there. It was during this part of our conversation where I personally got really excited because to hear someone who comes from a sport, which is seemingly an individual sport, such as swimming, talk about and speak about team effort with such passion and how having a group of people around her allowed her to perform at her best, at her highest level, was fascinating. And the way she talked about it especially resonated with me when she was talking about it when she was at the University of Florida. And the University of Florida, you're part of a big team. You contribute. You have significance. You are there every day with a group of people that believe in you, that take you from, you know, just Caroline, the swimmer to, oh, you're making a difference on, as a team, a team player, or you're the, the best on the team at this, and you're really great at this. And you're constantly being reminded of to what summarize what is. Caroline was exactly. really expressing here is that as she was part of this team, she felt like she mattered and she mattered so much that she was able to express herself fully in the water. And that effort that she put at expressing herself in the water led to her making it to the Olympics in 2008 and when making it to the Olympics, transitioning into becoming a pro. But what I was not expecting to hear from her was that as she transitioned into becoming pro, she no longer felt like she had that team anymore. And so transitioning from being a part of a big team and knowing exactly what you contribute, how you are significant, what your value is to then being this person on your own that sure you get paid or you have a sponsor or, you know, you have a apparel sponsor, you have an agent or whatever, but all of a sudden your definition of a person as a person is like, if you don't do this, that's, that's the mindset. If you don't perform, if you don't, then you have all these things to lose. 
you don't really contribute like you used to because it's up to you. And if you don't, then you're the only one that loses all this. It's evident from the tone in her voice how heavy it weighed on Caroline to go from a place where she felt like she belonged and she was part of a team to now becoming a professional and all of a sudden feeling alone. And the way that she articulated the transition from going from being an amateur to becoming a professional after Beijing was extremely insightful. You know, after Beijing, you really don't have a whole heck of a lot of hope to be really anything else in life. So I kept trying to find who would pump me up or who would build me up to continue to swim because that's all I thought that I could do, you know, and there was no other outlet for me. At this point, it was as if Caroline had arrived at a place where there was a dead end and where she constantly asked herself the question, what do I do now? What am I good for? Who is actually caring for me and who's actually wanting to see me succeed now? Those words confirmed that she felt hopeless, but not just that. She felt like there was really no one there to cheer her on, no one to push her, and that something had to change. And for her, the interesting revelation was that she had to dive into a new pool, her own pool. Diving into myself a little bit more and started recognizing that no one's going to create any of these paths that I want in life unless it's me. And this in some ways is where it comes full circle for Caroline as she went from being part of an individual sport such as swimming, feeling like she belonged to a team, and now being on her own again and having to deal with this new reality. And the way that she did it was by sitting in her own crap, as she says. (laughs) <laughs> and and understanding that I don't have it figured out. And it was in sitting in her own crap that Caroline realized that what she really wanted to do was to give back. Into this phase of like, I want to help. I want to give back. Like, what do I do? These, these Olympians, these athletes, nobody really knows who they are. And me neither. Like, what is up with this? Like, this is ridiculous, you know? And so... You know, as Brené Brown says, you get pissed about something like you rumble first. And I was just angry. I was absolutely angry. I was like, this is not fair. We're just dropped off when we're done and retired. And there's no, no one really helps you understand who you are unless you seek it out yourself. So how can we make a change? And it was within Caroline's frustration and despair where she found clarity. And she realized that just like an athlete has to do, she had to go back to training. In order to be able to give back at the highest level, she had to go get an education. So she decided to go back to school. And so I went back to school for sports psychology. uh, And I knew that if I was educated on how to make a difference and could have that ability to educate myself, I would be able to form a business and do something that I really want to do to give back. What you're listening to here is someone who has now found traction again, a person who realizes that all the work that they put in up to this point in their life is actually working as a foundation. And that realization alone starts attracting things. And for Caroline, what it attracted was a conversation with her fellow Olympian, Rebecca Sony. I was having a conversation with Rebecca Sony and we were both in the same boat, you know, like what the heck there's so much we're fighting this. Like we, everyone's fighting this like real world 
real world civilian thing. Like we're fighting this. How can we make a change? So we put our heads together and we said, let's create a business where we mentor athletes in the next generation to be understanding of their identity, to know that there's more to life than sport, to understand performance, both in a physical and a mental aspect, both in sport and in life. And that, my friends, is how Rise Athletes was born. Caroline Burkle and Rebecca Sony's business dedicated to taking care of athletes just like themselves. So we have a platform of Olympic athletes that mentor youth athletes about 13 to 18 years old. And it's just a, it's a wonderful way to connect and to instill in them a sense of who they are as a person and how they perform both in sport and life. It really is nothing short of amazing to hear Caroline's story, the story of someone who made it to the top, the top of the mountain, and now can go back and give back to the foundation that got her to the top in the first place with a voice, with confidence, and to realize now in retrospect that her biggest teacher that gave her the understanding for who she is today, what she does today, was resistance. So whenever I've been met with resistance, whether it's not performing well in my sport, not wanting to go to a certain meet, not being where I want to be, not meddling this way, not, you know, finishing this, whatever it is in swimming, I understood myself better. I understood myself as a swimmer. I understood my ability to perform. Same with what I'm doing with work. Every time that we're met with a certain level of resistance, we understand something a little bit better every time. So without that, there's just a big lack of understanding. And that, my friends, was Caroline Burkle, professional swimmer who has made it to the top of the mountain and come back down to deliver the goods to the future generation. I personally feel nothing short of inspired. I hope it was insightful for you and that you enjoyed this episode of The Freestyle Way, a place where we talk about maximizing life and you felt like you could relate to some of Caroline's teachings and how she, by meeting resistance, was able to continue moving forward and making a difference. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to go follow Caroline Burkle on Instagram at Carol Burkle. And if you want to listen to the full interview, you can go to my Facebook page at Carl Powley and find the live video we did there and get into all the nitty gritty of the conversation. For now, I'm just going to say bye. Thank you. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.